What up, y'all? Welcome to the Gunslinger Gaming Frosty Pines Podcast. I'm Gobi, and joining me is Dr. Niggle, the Leetness, and Omega Constructs. First off, uh, I want to give a huge shout-out to my daughter, Kiana. I know she's not supposed to be listening to these, but I'm pretty sure she does. Um, happy birthday, since today is actually her birthday. Oh, so, happy birthday. HBD to you. Since she listens, I'll be sure to say penis a lot less. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, she's like any 14-year-old um, teenager. They, You tell them not to do something, so of course she probably listens to this when she's at her mom's house God and not bless. at my house. <laughs> awesome. I encourage defiance. Go to your room. Yes. <laughs> Fine, I'll go to my room. All my cool stuff is in my room. <laughs> Right? <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out what to get her for her birthday, though. I know she's a huge anime fan, so I have something to oh. do with that, but I'm not sure what yet. Get her uh, an original box set of Ghost in the Shell. Ooh, that's actually a good idea, since Ghost in the Shell is probably an anime she would like, and I would probably like watching with her. That's a good one can be a noodle scratcher either that or cowboy bebop they're both fine choices whatever floats your boat i'd never heard of cowboy bebop what what i, I i'm not i don't even this whole anime thing i don't really I know. watch anime and i know that <laughs> yeah like i don't like anime everybody knows cowboy bebop uh no no i mean i know attack on titan and hunter x hunter yep all right we should probably move on we should. <laughs> yeah, he just oh, lost. Oh, he lost points with your daughter, big time. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's still trying to educate me. It's pretty funny. But uh, yeah, speaking of movies, Avengers. What's this going on in San Diego's Comic Con? Not gonna get to see it though. Assholes. Yeah, so I guess there's an event and uh, there's limited space. But they're going to show off footage from Marvel's Avengers uh, along with the announcement of new details. The game, not the, not any movie or stuff like that. It's just the game that's coming out uh, by Crystal Dynamics. Third-person action game. And Quite so, excited to see what it comes out like. Yep. So uh, they did show off some are, of it behind closed guys, doors. Uh, E3. I, I'm, I'm not personally, but uh, Linus, you played the uh, Marvel Capcom or Capcom's... Capcom yeah, Marvel I mean, Black I played Marvel Heroes for like... Yeah, that one. Forever. That one, I played a shit ton of hours in that one. But uh, I enjoyed the hell out of that. Basically, all of the different Marvel Avengers uh, across the Marvel Universe and Fantastic Four as well. And uh, it was like a bunch of... Uh, different characters and you get to level them up. It's like Diablo-y style gameplay. Um, not quite as uh, in-depth, but it was still very good and fun. And uh, yeah, I spent a lot of money there. Enjoyed it. <laughs> I'm hoping that th that this one is something similar because it was a good, a good fun game. This would be a, another soiree in that. But they didn't really show much in the, in the announcement trailer that they released a while back. It was very much just like a, a basic video of 
getting you a harp video. Nothing really too much uh, into the game, so I'm hoping they bring some more detail. So the uh, the reason that I, I brought this up was the uh, article. Actually, there's a picture in the article. It's the front page picture on PC Gamer uh, that shows uh, Thor, Iron Man, Captain America, Black Widow, and some of the guys. I assume that's Bruce, whatever. Um, and Captain America is like... Bruce Jenner. Yeah, oh, there we go. Yeah, Bruce Jenner. Okay, so Bruce Jenner is all the way on the right-hand side there behind, behind uh, Black Widow. Um, and the, I got to say, he's on, on the left. He's looking good. In the purple shirt, he's looking good. Thor, like Thor's it. on the right. Thor is yeah, on the right. Yep. But no, Captain America, uh, dead center, he's looking pretty thick, like he's a uh, 40-something-year-old man who's married and had a couple kids, maybe spent too much time on the couch <laughs> eating chips. But now he's he's back screens. in he's back in action because you know the world needs saving, so he squeezed into that suit again. Looks like <laughs> his it was face taken is out. even fat. <laughs> he's, he's, uh... Why why are we slamming the shit out of this? I mean, come I on, at least make Black Widow hot. Like, what the fuck? That was your thing. But you well, no that. No, I'm sorry. Okay, I, I I disagree with you there. I think that it's very progressive of. Uh, uh, whoever makes this game, Crystal Dynamics, to include the trans community in its games. And Black Widow is... <laughs> oh, she, she is living the life that she wants to live, and I'm happy for her. <laughs> yeah, the only bright side is uh, Crystal Dynamics is people who make the game, so I'm slightly interested because they make some great games in like the Tomb Raider series. Um, solid action games, solid third-person camera, great movement. Um, so they got that going for them. Hopefully they keep that. Um, but I haven't watched a Marvel movie since the first Avengers movie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't watch any of the Marvel movies. I haven't played any of the games. I'm... It's just not my style. It was approximately it was zero burnout. It was ten seconds there before Omega mentioned that he'd never seen any of the Marvel movies. I'm impressed that it was ten seconds. <laughs> why why we're bashing on things? I'm I'm gonna bash on something for a minute. Uh the new James Bond movie, James Bond twenty five. Obviously a bunch of rumors going on around it. Um probably not gonna watch it. Uh, sounds like they're going to retire James Bond and they're going to give his 007 to um, Lashana Lynch, which I have no problem with her taking over as, you know, whatever. Uh, but you don't give her the 007. You make her 008 or some shit. You just, 007 is James Bond. You just can't do it. Yeah, uh, you make her a successor instead of a usurper. Yeah, I mean, I've never seen anything she's in. I don't know how good of an actor is she. Apparently played in Captain Marvel, which, again, I've never seen. Um, she's supposedly Captain Marvel's best friend, which is great and all that. But Oh, no shit, again, that's her? Yeah, it's that's her. Um, my biggest problem is you don't give the 007 to her. You make her 008. Like, 
You can retire James Bond. Cool. Whatever. I don't even care. But you don't give her the 007. Like, that is Bond's number. That would be like the Patriots letting somebody else wear number 12 or the Packers letting somebody else wear number 4. Like, it just doesn't fucking happen. There are fan theories in the lore of the James Bond world that 007 James Bond is the code name for an agent. And yes, there are other double agents, but once that person who is that 007 is no longer retires, somebody else is given that code name designation. So, I mean, it could make perfect sense. There's possibly already a 008 in in this timeline where this movie is taking place, so you can't just give it to her. If Daniel Craig's character, James Bond, retired, which is what this article is seeming to imply, uh, then they would replace... they, They would put somebody else into that codename position. Yeah, I'm kind of... I think I'm... I'm in the same boat as you there with uh, that. Um, I don't see any issue with that. I mean, I'm not going to watch it probably because I just lost interest in the Bond series like <laughs> several uh, several ones ago. Yeah, Pierce Bond was one the I... last Bond that I really like cared yeah, about as James Bond. I lost interest after Pierce Brosnan. I watched, Very quickly. I watched what? How many has Daniel Craig done? Three? I watched two of them uh no casino royale quantum of solace um skyfall skyfall and the the last one oh so he's done four i rather i haven't seen all of them i've maybe only seen two of them i don't know Uh, there's some Um, something about james bond speaks to me as a classic movie yeah same and i prefer it in that context rather than slapping a bunch of modern action movie window dressing around what to me is a classic story you're fucking insane for not liking casino royale because eva green is in it uh, i was i was gonna say casino royale was a great bond movie uh it's definitely i would say daniel craig's best bond movie um i never watched i wanted not skyfall um there's he had one other really good one um I watched Skyfall on the plane. Somewhat. Yeah, I did. I did watch Casino Royale, and I did enjoy it. But my point is merely that it's not what I think of as a James Bond movie. Yeah. When I like, it, it, it was a good movie. Not arguing that at all. It's just when I want to watch a James Bond movie, I want to watch one of the classic movies for. Just everything beyond the fact that it's just an action movie. Yeah, I feel like the the newer ones all kind of feel more like the Mission Impossible exactly. formula. They're more like the Mission Impossible formula than the James Bond formula, which just ruins it for me. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. It's a, They're not bad movies. It just doesn't feel to me like James Bond is supposed to feel. They, they definitely have less gadgets in them, I feel like. And I think that's kind of where you guys are coming in. Like, Bond is kind of known for his gadget. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, they're, they're these old-school action movies that have a surprising amount of, like, geek and nerd cred built into it with that kind of stuff. 
Yeah, and that def def definitely gets lost in the new, new ones, I feel. So yeah, it's uh, National Pet Fire Safety uh, Day. And uh, don't know if uh, anybody knew this, but uh, something that the Kennel Club started up and ADT Security back in 2009. Thought it was time to get serious about pet fire protection. That's so a, can, good, uh, um, a good thing to do. Yeah, so you can go to your uh, fire station. You're supposed to be able to go today, but you can probably go tomorrow. They're not going to mind. Get yourself a uh, free little window dongle that says pet, pet safety, fire pet safety. It's good. Nice. Remember, Dunkle. kids, don't set your pets on fire. Nah, only <laughs> dicks set animals on fire. Yep. There you go. There Moving go. on! Moving <laughs> <laughs> uh, There's a GTA Online game that got booted from Kickstarter recently because uh, they didn't ask for enough money. So, uh... Oh, we lost a. Who's that? Oh, we lost Gobi. That's fine. He'll be back. Continue without him. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, now's a great time uh, for me to. GTA. Bring up. So yeah, in uh, the first time of recorded. A bunch of fart noises for his daughter to laugh at until he gets back. Oh hell yeah. <laughs> oh wait, wait. I know. Wait. Um. Because we're in my channel, we can actually do this. <clears throat> uh, wait, wait, no, 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 no. No, that's not what you think it is. <laughs> Don't make me blacklist everybody from the bot except me. I'm trying. I'm trying to say, Yunella, this is so sad. Can we play Despacito? <laughs> See, it's not Desposito, but it's still fucking funny. <laughs> oh, there we go. So, uh, yeah, anyway, um, uh, it was uh, 1300 BC that uh, uh, the first evidence crops up that people bred dogs in Europe and Asia around, uh, around so that today, time. Today is dog uh, so, day. Yeah, oh, excuse me, not 1300 BC, 13,000 BC. I was about to say thirteen hundred. That's that's that doesn't sound right. Yeah, thirteen thousand BC, and uh, by six thousand BC, we found special dog graves that included expensive or valuable items, which is proof of uh, deep meaning of these animals to the people who cared for them or trained them. So, man has been friends with beasts for many, many years. Hmm. That's all I got. Uh, we should probably just carry on with the podcast, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, GTA knockoff got booted off Kickstarter. So it is. What's the game called? Raw. 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 Yeah. yeah. So uh, it's a game. It's a lot like GTA Online in that there are heists and it's you know, open world and and stuff like that. And you're running a criminal organization and all the rest of that. It's kind of like an indie version of GTA Online, but uh, some of us think it's actually better better looking than gta well the thing that's cool about it is like some of the systems that they hey, have he's back hey -o. 
Oh, fuck. Language, your daughter's listening. <laughs> like she hasn't heard me say worse because of the fucking internet. Yeah. You no, love them internet noises while you were gone. Yeah, yeah you not trud. ever get fucking frontier internet. It will take them six fucking weeks to fix your fucking internet. Six weeks, people. Six weeks. So, for all you listening, you have at least two more weeks of listening to my shitty-ass internet. I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize. Frontier internet. Garbage. Got it. This podcast brought to you not by Frontier, motherfuckers. Fuck those guys and everything they're about. Oh. God damn it, though. <laughs> That's not oh, my internet, though. My push-to-talk button is starting to die. Uh, oh, no. We're gonna have to hear you permanently. Yeah, I know. I broke my last mouse doing this. I pushed the button too hard. It snapped in and fell inside the mouse, and it you know, jingled uh, around for about a month before I replaced it. Is it the scroll button? No, it's one of the thumb buttons. I was gonna say, from furiously scrolling through... God damn it, Logitech. <laughs> Your mice break too easily. It's almost as if they're made in China. Oh. <laughs> uh, so, uh, did, did we move on to that awesome GTA game that got pulled from Kickstarter yet? We tried yeah. Twice, didn't yeah. really get very far with it. No, no we didn't get far. <laughs> so, uh, is this game... <laughs> On Kickstarter. <laughs> so they asked, all right, we didn't get to the part. They asked for $79,000 on Kickstarter, and everyone was like, holy shit, you're going to make this game that looks this great for $79,000? And they came out in a tweet or uh, some dev comment posting, no, actually, the minimum safe amount that we want is closer to 300000 but this Kickstarter campaign is just to start us off on development. And Kickstarter came back and said, uh, no, our, our services are only for people who ask for a complete amount of money to produce a product to give people who gave money to it. So they kicked him off Kickstarter. Because they only asked for 79000 instead of 300000 There you yeah, go. Honestly, I'm kind of okay with that because like, there are different crowdfunding sites that are more in line with like a continual development model or with partial funding models. The point of Kickstarter is like, we have this plan for a completed product. Here's the money that we need for that completed product. And once we get this money and finish it, you will get the completed product. Right. So yeah. as unfortunate as it is that, you know, something that looks like it could be a really good game has gotten, you know, you could, could say screwed by Kickstarter on this one. You know, I, I, don't blame Kickstarter for doing this because that's their whole model. Yeah, I think so too. You, you're right. Plus with that, if they hadn't booted them off, I could just go to Kickstarter right now and say, hey, I want to I wanna make a game, but I need $25,000 to start, and then I'm going to need more money later, and then I get $25,000 and nothing happens, and I'm like, well, it just didn't pan out. Well, I mean, exactly, and that's the whole... Go ahead, Lee. Uh, Oh, I was going to say, this is just go to Steam. I mean, so many people do those fucking early access things that don't ever release the game. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. But I think, it, you know, in order to go on Steam, you, like, got to have at least somewhat of a working product. And 
Well, they must have some art assets. I mean, I've seen worse on on Kickstarter than what they have on and just the they could just post a GIF and actually it would be better than some of the products. Yeah, wait, what was that game that uh, mirrored Subnautica um, back when Subnautica was still in early access? There was another game, an under underworld or undersea game that was a builder and a loot finder. Um, I don't even know. But I think I bought it. That's essentially what they did. They started off the game and they got it like into early development, maybe mid development, and then they were just like, "Well, Subnautica is kicking our asses, and we're not going to be able to make a game as good as theirs, so we'll just call it finished now." And they they released a half done game. Oh, that's rough. Stranded deep. Was... Stranded deep. Thank you. Yeah. I've got it. I will say, hopefully this game raw like actually goes somewhere because it looks super interesting. Like it's definitely a game I could get behind and play. Um, and you know if they did it right, I'd probably donate. You know whatever and crowdfund it. I guess you could say. Um, but it definitely looks like something I could get behind and play and enjoy. I like and don't mind getting in on games in like early access or early alphas like i was playing rimworld um back when the community was a few hundred people um so i'm for that but i don't know how i feel about donating before there's like a, a minimum viable product that you can play and actually like star citizen Oh God! <laughs> well, I guess in that sense, you actually There's one a reason I never backed Star Citizen. Yeah. So, I uh, so back when I got my R nine three ninety X, which was like five years ago, um, I had an option of picking, I believe it was Hitman Complete Edition or Star Citizen, and I went back and forth for a while, and I ended up picking up Hitman instead. And I'm so fucking glad I went with Hitman and not Star Citizen. I mean, the premise of Star Citizen is great. I just don't know if it'll ever be complete. I mean, that's the problem at this point. If it is ever complete, it's going to be dated. Because that, isn't that what keeps on holding up their production? They keep on updating their engine? Really, I have no idea. Trying to uh, get the game to look more like a modern game instead of the voxels that you get from 2009, 2010 games. Yeah, it seemed like you know you compare some a game like that to like the Warframe model of continuous development, and it seems like that's what they have been trying to do, but they've just been doing it poorly. It has been a whole 22 minutes into this podcast before Warframe came up. <laughs> yeah, well, that's a good point. Gotta of love it. And it is. Um, yeah. I'd like to take a break right now to talk about what's happening in Warframe. Uh, there's a new Nightwave coming up. The the emissary looks pretty good. Looks pretty fun. Uh, you can do your dailies, get a whole bunch of rewards. There's a statue in there. I'm totally going after that. Got your formal bundles. Got your credits. Got your uh, all the rest of that Warframe slots. On top of that, uh, uh, Tenocon, uh, we talked about this a little bit, but we got a, uh, another addition to Railjack coming up. Railjack actually coming out. We get our own personal ship. I'm going to build the hangar bay in the dojo as soon as it's out and we have all the resources for it. Going to get on that ASAP. 
and we're going to have ships and space adventures, going to be able to team up with your buddies. Not only will you be able to team up with your buddies that are on the ship with you, but you'll be able to be, call, or you'll be able to call for reinforcement or aid from completely separate groups of people that are maybe dicking around on the planes of Eidolon or just putzing around in the game. So you can ask for their help, and it'll give them a task. They'll do it. They'll help you out. They'll get rewards. You'll get rewards. Everybody gets rewards. And on top of that, the brand new open world area where you are, it looks like you're basically running around in operator mode, no Warframe powers or anything, with spooky horses, space dragons, really monochrome atmosphere. Ooh, it's going to be so good. Nice. Warframe. Speaking of a, a space, I, I just saw this and I, I found it hilarious, and I know you guys will just find it absolutely hilarious. Halo Infinite to receive support from studio that helped with Mass Effect Andromeda's animations. Yeah, good for them. Cue the memes. Mass Effect Andromeda's uh, art assets really speak for themselves. Oh, no, 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 just, just the animations. Yeah, the character animations and the facial <laughs> expressions, too. Yeah, that's some, some serious, really ridiculous shit. <laughs> oh, that's going to be interesting for Halo, that's for sure. Hopefully they do better this time around than they did in Mass Effect. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Andromeda. Definitely a good game. I've had lots of fun with it. Still play it. Um, but that being said, facial animations could have used a little bit of help in the game. Yeah, story, good. Execution, they poop. They eventually got it fixed. They eventually <laughs> got most of it fixed. Maybe yeah, they hired we'll the, yeah, the fixes. We'll just, yeah, we'll just have to hope. Lesson learned. They won't make the same catastrophic mistakes that they made last time, and it'll actually be a somewhat playable, enjoyable game on launch rather than... <laughs> the completely immersion-breaking uh, dumpster fire that was the facial animations at the original Andromeda launch. <laughs> I'm supposed to be expressing sadness right now, but it looks like I'm trying to take a poop. <laughs> uh, are you, are you uh, sure that's just not held over from before the podcast? I mean, that had to be a pretty epic shit. I mean, that it was, was. Like, what, 30 minutes. It was glorious. That's what we should talk about on the podcast <laughs> is Dr. Nichols BMs. <laughs> That's what draws the people uh, in. Well, speaking of BMs, uh, we got some Destiny 2 news. <laughs> <laughs> and that, ladies and gentlemen, is the segue. <laughs> uh, Destiny 2 players have figured out how to farm resources without playing the game. This sounds interesting. Um, yeah, I was hoping we could get a D2 player in here um, to talk about this. It, but basically, yeah. I guess there's a new like or, uh, crafting mechanic in the game, the Forge or something like that, and you just stand in front of it or something. Basically, what you do is you stand around in-game, you fail a task, it gives you like a handful of resources, and it resets every 60 seconds. So it's not a huge income, but if you just alt-tab the game and leave it on overnight, when you come back, you've got a good pile. Isn't there something like this in almost every, like, major MMO, though? Like, I know, uh... They always try to find has, Like, AFK shit all the time. Like, there's supposedly fishing or some shit you can do in there. I've never oh, done that's, it. That's a built-in mechanic of the game. 
They have oh, yeah. AFK farming as an actual mechanic for the game. Oh, uh, yeah. I was going to say, in, in GTA, like, you get awarded $2,000 for good behavior randomly. You can just be sitting in your apartment watching TV for that shit. Um, but that game boots you for an activity. Unless you're watching TV. I wonder if it does work when you're watching TV. Hmm. See, that's basically what uh, most MMO players do, is try and find a way to beat the grind while they're not playing the game. In case anybody isn't aware, Dr. Google and I discovered that in Grand Theft Auto, they have three TV channels that each have about a full hour worth of original content. Yeah, pretty high production values. Very offensive material. Very funny. Like <laughs> Adult Swim level cartoons and like parody tv shows there's one show that's a, a parody of american idol um there's a couple great cartoons was there there's like one like fucked up anime there's one <laughs> cartoon about um this group of uh christian youth students oh uh, yeah sexually superheroes sexually who, repressed christian youths who uh instead of goal is to in, instead of against depravity and yeah. sexuality so in instead <laughs> of giving in to their sexual urges they murder people they murder people who give in to their sexual urges right because violence <laughs> violence is perfectly good but uh sex boo there's a really funny take on like the old school uh, detective cartoons. Oh yeah, with um, the uh, 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 stereotypical Native American in the background, Big Chief smoke a lot or something. I don't know. Yeah, it's like everybody's smoking cigarettes and very offensive to the female characters in it. Yeah, it's uh, it's horribly horribly offensive humor, and I find it very funny. Yeah, we spend. <laughs> Legitimately, a couple hours watching all of this stuff. Yes, and at some point when my internet is fixed, thank you, fucking Frontier, for wasting six weeks of my fucking life. Um, we will have a podcast where we are playing GTA. Watching what? GTA TV. You, where we'll, we'll, we'll do something in GTA. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so they're yeah. plunging in a hot tub, killing police, riding on a train, something. We, we will have a podcast but unfortunately you have to wait until i have better internet this infuriating so, delay to brought this. to you by frontier my vote is still that we buy a blimp and just fly around the city in a blimp i don't know i don't have one yet uh, well buy a shark card and get on that shit uh, no, i don't need a shark card at this point <laughs> I've been grinding money. I can afford. The blimps aren't actually that expensive. They're only like, you know, one point four, one point five mil, I think. Oh, yeah, only. It was, it, oh, only. It's like it's the cost of a supercar. <sighs> I have so, like one hundred k, uh, if that. I've got a, I've got a mill that I'm willing to burn. <laughs> <laughs> I never well, use my money for anything useful anyway. <laughs> so. Yeah, so what did you waste on Amazon Prime this week? Oh, me? Yeah. I got some new luggage, which I'm quite excited about. Some Samsonite is on sale. Um, if you're looking for some good 
luggage. <laughs> and uh, I got my dog. Uh, <laughs> It's delivered by a kids. drone, a drone in a paper box <laughs> with some holes in it. A dog, my, I got my dog uh, a jacket that she can wear to float in my pool. Oh, that's <laughs> like like because she's really old and she's never swam before. So oh, uh, I so thought that... I thought your dog already had an established history of enjoying swimming. So now you just oh, get no. to see whether or not she'll be fucking terrified. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and a jacket no, that will save her life. Swimming is really good for old dogs. It's really good on their joints and if they yeah. have like arthritis problems and stuff. That's exactly what the vet told me. So that's why I'm kind of trying to get her into it. Wait, is this <laughs> the, the driving the reason? reason you bought a pool? Is this the driving reason why you you got a pool? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Not the only reason. Oh, good. All right. I, I would have felt like such a dick if I'd been ragging on you for buying a pool and you did it for your dog. Uh, that would have been I, no, a no better bad. reason, actually. <laughs> than what, just what, what, what did it come to? Like 40 grand for that thing? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> um... <laughs> so yeah so it cost you 40 grand and you just take that 40 grand right off your property value <laughs> yeah uh, well i mean it's it's something that i'm i'm interested in having so whatever and, I, and i'm not planning on moving because i like my house so i know i'm i'm just jealous <laughs> i i did finally get my pool up and running thanks travis my pool guy works for malibu pools great guy Put yeah, it in all really free. appreciate a shout out over here and drive tons of yeah. business to him. <laughs> he, he has no idea. Everybody's like, where's Malibu Pools? Eh, it's all good. Travis the Pool Guy, proud sponsor oh, of the yeah. GS Podcast. Hey, he is. He just doesn't know it yet. Frontier Internet, get fucked. <laughs> oh, in case you're unaware, Cody, your sponsors are supposed to pay you. <laughs> yeah. I, he does. He did. I got a free pool system, man. Like a free pump, filter, the whole fucking thing. Like a professional pump for my pool for free. Installed. So, uh, just in the name. <laughs> <laughs> when do you like to know? Oh gosh. That already, that already, that's only benefiting you, though. It doesn't really benefit everyone else that's involved yeah. in this podcast. Yeah, that's so I think true. he needs to come and clean my pool now. <laughs> so also, yeah, if the FCC is listening, we're joking about this. That doesn't actually constitute sponsorship <laughs> because the, it'd kind of be a bribe. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, no, he's just one of my good buddies. He happens to work for a pool company, and yeah, it is what it is. It's all throwaway stuff, and it was basically going in the dumpster, so instead of throwing it away, it got put in my yard. Speaking awesome. of uh, going in the dumpster, what's what's going on in the Division 2 solo player? Oh, so, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, one of the, it was, uh, who was it? Uh, creative director said something about um, having a single-player narrative-driven spinoff of the division uh, focusing on agents trying to get home to their families after being sent to New York City during the SHD blackout um, from the fall of D.C. Um, surprisingly, people 
don't hate the idea. It sounds um, actually like kind of a nice... I'd, I'd play that. Narrative-driven solo player. I'd probably do that. Yeah, I actually thought it was a great idea, too. I mean, like, it was one of those things... I think the Division universe has a lot to offer. They just haven't really done much with it. And I think a single-player spinoff would be a great idea. Um, it would. I know a lot of you guys play the Division and put a lot of hours into it. Um, and it would have been kind of cool to see what happens to your agent after, you know, New York City. I'd love to see him get home. I mean, the beginning of the game, you saw them leaving their family. So why not try to get back to them? I mean, I know I'd love to do my job as an agent, but when it's all said and done, I'd love to see my kids again too, and I'd do whatever I had to to get home to them. There you go. Uh Emotional projection onto a game. That's that's a moneymaker. Sure. It yeah. was... Uh, oh. it, um, let's see. Let me pull it up. Yeah, there we go. It was um, 1988 when the Fair Housing Amendments Act allowed people to keep their uh, emotional support animals protected uh, despite landlord's wishes. So there you go. It's uh, another pet fact for today. Emotional support and not actual, like, actual work dogs? No, though I think those have always been protected, because if you need them to, like, survive, uh, fuck your landlord. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. It's like, fuck Frontier. That's right. Still going to hell. <laughs> no, it's fine. Yeah. We can uh, rag on Frontier all you want. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I actually uh, skipped Amazon Prime Day this year. I just did not really... I mean, there's some decent deals, but uh, nothing great. Um, the Razor Death Adler Elite seems like it's got a decent uh, decent deal. Um, the Razor Kraken Tournament Edition, pretty decent headset. Save 38 bucks, not a bad deal, but again, it's not like... A stellar deal either um but you know uh the division two on ps4 or xbox one can save a bunch of money and looks like it's about 20 bucks piece i did uh, get um civ 6 on switch for 29 oh very nice civ 6 fun game anybody who likes turn-based games highly recommend the civ series if you haven't checked it out already it's kind of a staple in the turn-based community as far as i understand and if any of you out there are a fan of the Civ games, you should pick up Endless Space 2 and join <laughs> Dr. Diggle, the Elitist, and I and play some awesome version of Civ in space with aliens, and it's really cool. It's great. You can blow up planets. You can blow up whole star systems, actually. It's quite fun. I'm, I, How I was in, the I was in a... blow up a star system? There's a planet cracker. Uh, that's just individual planets. So if you want to blow up a star system, you build a behemoth, and then you specialize it into an obliterator. And the obliterator fires a projectile towards a star. It takes a couple turns to get there, but once it gets there, all the planets are gone, all the ships in orbit are gone, and the star actually changes. If it's like a, a white-hot uh, white star, it'll go down to a red dwarf. Oh my god, I want to see that. It's brutal. <laughs> uh... Omega, you you had mentioned um, 
that Space Engineers was getting an update or got an update? Uh, they just uh, last week or the week before they did a, sort of like an open testing period that has since ended, but they're adding an economy update, um, which is basically something that a few mods added in a while back. Um, and it is, you can collect resources uh, or turn those resources into components and then you can sell them to trading stations for some sort of, you know, currency that they have game that you can then use to buy other stuff that you don't have. And on the one hand, it's like, yeah, that's kind of cool. But on the other hand, it's like uh, Space Engineers was released out of alpha or like out of early access, like a fucking year and a half, two years ago now, and they're still adding bullshit. But on top of that, it still has major performance issues and multiplayer is still glitchy as fuck. And there's still problems that have been around for years that they just haven't addressed. And, you know, now they're turning stuff into DLCs because word is they basically ran out of money. And so, yeah, it's it's a sad state of affairs for what at one point in time was my favorite game ever. Yeah, probably my favorite thing to do uh, in that game was to build a cube uh, and make all the edges pistons and join all the pistons together at the corners with merge blocks and then activate all the pistons at once to make the cube grow and then, you know, reverse them, make the cube small. You'd think the game would be able to handle that, but I I blew up so many pistons doing that just for no reason. They just exploded. They hate they hate that. So that's a bug <laughs> that's been in the game for uh, three years. Like the whole problem with the game is that it's the game is basically two parts. One, it's a builder game. And two, it's a physics game. And the physics have been broken from like day one. Yeah, it's and a physics they, game, asterisk. Every time, like every update, every fix comes along, it's like, oh, here's this new graphics thing. Here's this new thing we're added. Here's this new thing. And it's like they never go back and fix any of the core issues that have been plaguing the game for ever, for years now. And I mean, uh, I've got thousands of hours in this game at one point in time. Like I, I built my first gaming PC to play this game. And for a long time, Dr. Niggle and I played, I mean, hours and hours and hours and hours. Every yeah. Day. Just, about 2000 yeah. hours worth. Yeah. We went hard in the paint on this game and it just got to a point where like, you know, when it's early on and you're learning the game and you're not doing crazy shit yet, it, it can handle whatever you're doing. But once you get good at the game and you start trying to push the limits and do really creative shit, that's the stuff the game can't handle anymore. And it, all the things that used to be fun, it just ends up turning into like a long process of trying to mitigate all of the things that piss you off about it. I, I was about to say, you'd think it would be easy to construct a drill press on the moon but I'm amazed that we got that thing to work, uh, given the amount of shit that we took from it. I mean, that is still my, my proudest, one of my proudest achievements. That and the self-replicating, self-constructing yeah. space, space elevator. Space that, elevator. That was fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we built a giant okay. underground cavern base on the moon out of a giant drill press. 
and we did it yeah so so really we built cool. we built the drill press so that it could go down and we could burrow all the way to the depth that we wanted it to and then we adapted the drill bit so that the pistons would go out so that we could expand the cavern and i worked the math out so that we pretty much replicated the dimensions of the duomo in florence if anyone is you know familiar with the cathedral that had the dome designed by brunelleschi that that kind of stuff is really fucking fun but it was it was a hassle it was a fucking hassle to do that because the game would just break or the game would lag out and multiplayer would have a problem or the pistons would just blow up how uh, how drunk did you get before it worked uh, the, the, I'm sad to say that I was probably entirely sober when we did that. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a game that required clear thinking because... Engineering. It, it was... <laughs> it, half the game is trying to figure out how to do what you want to do, and then the other half of the game is trying to figure out how to... How to make, make the, the game, game do. That thing. And, yeah. you know, so you're you're not only figuring out these engineering problems, but you're also, like, literally breaking the game as you're doing it and it it gets it it was it, it just gets to the point where it's mentally exhausting and it's like there's all these cool things i want to fucking do but i don't want to fight the game i want a game that i can play that'll let me do these great things i don't want a game that i have to fight for every inch of like what I want to try and do. At the same time, on a more positive note, it was very rewarding for me personally when I successfully, or we successfully managed to trick the game into doing what we wanted it to do. So there's that. We have a very complicated relationship with space engineers. It's very love-hate. It's true. It's, yeah. So check I, out space I, I engineers. <laughs> the the self-assembling space elevator is one of the coolest things that I ever figured out how to do in that game. That yeah. was pretty awesome. And, uh, oh, we. yeah. Alrighty. What's next? Is that all of our topics? No, we got, we got one or two more. We do? Oh, we do. Uh, that's all the articles I had open. Also, does my dog count? What the fuck? Leetness, you're not actually supposed to write in the round table. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, yeah, D2, GTA, Division 2, Bond 25, Captain America looks thick. Yeah, so, uh, what? Let's go be again. Fucking Frontier. If they're listening, I hope they're ashamed of themselves. Actually, they're probably just rubbing their nipples, being like, oh, you can't get internet? That's a shame. <laughs> We're sorry. We're sorry. <laughs> Our oil tanker, that was the BP episode. Our oil tanker exploded and killed wildlife. We're sorry. <laughs> He's naked on the bearskin rug in front of the fire. We're sorry. Oh, uh, gosh. Well, yeah, the uh, the round table is uh, the last gift that you got someone, and Linus very accurately pointed out that my last gift was to him, and it was a 100-pack of empty tea bags. Delicious tea bagging by mail. 
and then he bought he, he uh, gave me a handy. I did. Get you a hand. Hand simulator on Steam, to be exact. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Unless it, unless buying for my dog counts, in which case I bought her a jacket. That yeah, that is kind of sweet. Can't wait to put it on. I'll post pics. Will it fit you? Mine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Softball. Uh, took, took that seriously for a second. Oh god. Omega, last gift. Uh, this one's gonna be a downer. <laughs> All right, um, we can uh, we can skip it if you want. I. No, I, I uh, bought this, uh, I, I had an Amazon alert set up on my account for this type of, uh, this type of camera film that isn't made anymore, um, but a roll of it'll pop up once in a while. It's like for a, uh, a special type of camera that, um, you know, it's, like, it, it's really cool. It makes like grainy old pictures and it like, the, the pictures look really cool. Uh, anyway, so the alert popped up on my uh, on my account, so I, I rushed and bought it, and that was for my girlfriend because her birthday was coming up, and then she dumped me three days later, and then it arrived, and I gave it to her anyway because what the fuck am I gonna do with old camera film and I'm that I don't have a camera for? So yeah, the last gift that I bought was. A birthday present for my ex-girlfriend you totally could have just opened it in front of her and been like hey look at the cool film that i found and then just opened it up and stripped the whole thing exposed it to the light and been like done <laughs> but that would have been petty yeah <laughs> probably would have felt good though i would have put it <laughs> to oh are we talking about facebook again Oh no! We, oh, we didn't bring up Facebook. Yes, Kobe, we are talking about Facebook. <laughs> I heard something about burning into the ground. We totally should. Yeah, what was that about Facebook? What they acquire? Assassin's Creed and uh... Splinter Cell VR. Great. Yeah. Uh, what are they, What are they going to do with those? Never playing those games. Hmm? What are they even going to do? They're probably going to make them like uh, another Farmville. <laughs> Farm Simulator. Yes! <laughs> Farm but for Assassin's Creed, so like basically, uh, you're already... an assassin that has to yeah. assassin run through a little um, pyramid. I was going to say, they already have uh, that. They already have like, well, it's not Farmville, but they have the in-game mechanic in the Assassin's Creed games where it's a mini-game. Like, you recruit assassins and you send them off to do missions and they bring you back rewards or they die. No one ever played that. All right, I played that a lot. I mean, yeah. I haven't got that far. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forget when I'm they came like out with that. I'm still like in my first hour of Assassin's Creed 3 Remaster, which I have to say they did a very good job with, and I'm enjoying the time I have played it, and I look oh. forward to playing it more. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so the first time they came out with the Assassin, the mini game, whatever, it was uh, Brotherhood, and... So it was 2.2 or something like that, and uh, or 
and that was the first time you saw it. And then in Assassin's Creed 3, they have that again, but it's for shipping routes. So you go Shanghai ships, you basically steal a fleet, and then you send your fleet off to do trading, and it gives you, like, real good money. I remember Bearskin gave me real good money. Hmm. I will look forward to that when I get there. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so we'll... Who, who the gift so far? Oh, you know, we, frontier. Okay, yeah, no, we we all did the gifts. Uh, well, your your turn, your turn, Gobi. Uh I I'm probably the big spender of the group. Uh, the last gift I gave, um, since I haven't given my daughter a birthday present yet, um, would have been my middle daughter. Um, she turned 11 on May 28th, and I am sending her to Hogwarts Academy down in Florida. For her birthday. Yeah. Yeah. I want to go to Hogwarts Academy. Me too. Uh, let's go. To, yeah, let's go, Nigel. You and me. Fuck yes, we're gonna go. <laughs> yeah, she's a huge Harry Potter buff. Um, along with my sister. So my sister's actually the one taking her, so I don't have to take a week off of work to do it. Um, and I get to kill two birds with one stone. My sister gets to do something she's been looking forward to do for years now and uh i get to make my daughter's year so that's pretty awesome that is fucking awesome yeah no i'm imagining Linus and i going to hogwarts academy and we're like in a, a room full of children learning to use their wands and there are these <laughs> two adults that are like six foot five and weigh 300 pounds like in our, in our wizarding cloaks like wingardium leviosa <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i have a distinct feeling you will not be out of like the norm. I'm I'm guessing there's going to be just as many adults there are there as kids. Maybe there are, maybe there are adult specific classes where we can learn naughty spells. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Harry Potter. The Virginium eruptus. <laughs> <laughs> Fluffy. Speaking of that, uh, Fluffy, where the fuck have you been? Like, yeah, you have been Fluffy. MIA for weeks now, maybe even months. No, like, he's he's in game right now. What? Maple Story. Oh, he's offline. Oh, he's, no, he's, he's offline he's in Discord. Offline. Oh, that bastard. He's offline in Discord, but he's oh. online in Steam. Yep. Playing uh, Maple Story. We see you. We see you. And what yeah. the fuck are you playing Maple Story for? It's an awesome game. Yeah. <laughs> that he's got like, I think, a thousand hours in you or some shit. Yeah, so he's basically it's still good. a beginner. <laughs> he's still learning the ropes. <laughs> he's still learning the ropes. Uh, yeah. Well, I, yeah. I guess, is that all? Is that all we got this week? I guess. Alright, uh, well, uh. Anything? I mean, it seems short. We're we're just at fifty five minutes, so if we want to, like, you know, shoot the shit for a little while, we can totally do that. Oh, I've got a topic. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh. So, I have to do a. But we've got friends from the UK visiting the US, and they're going. Let's see. Yeah, this is their itinerary. So we have to meet them in one of these cities. Vegas, Death Valley. 
Yosemite, Reno, Lake Tahoe, or San Fran? Which one? Uh, um, wait, what time of year? Vegas. I would, I would say Vegas or Tahoe. Um, you've yeah, you've never been to Yosemite. It's fucking beautiful. I was gonna ask Leetness important questions first. Do they like hookers? <laughs> uh, it's two. It's a couple. Okay, so they that, probably that, wouldn't that like. Doesn't it. answer that question. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say that I, that doesn't I really mean anything. I don't know, but I don't but think. So. Just sidestepping. Okay. Okay. Second question: What what time of year are you talking here? Are we we talking fall, winter, September. spring? Two weeks up. Oh, September. Oh, wow. All right. End of September, beginning of October. Okay, so the yeah, my my I thought you were talking a little bit more, uh, like like a little bit sooner because like Death uh, Valley would fucking suck this time of year. <laughs> oh, okay. It's like only one hundred and forty-five degrees out there. Oh, jeez. Hey, what are you talking but, about? Uh, it's like a hundred fucking degrees in Wisconsin. So I mean, it can't be that bad. He said, <laughs> but yeah, I would say I would say Vegas. If you're looking to like party and like see a lot of crazy shit, and yeah, you know, like Vegas is an experience all in itself. You know, amazing shows. Yeah, you know, of course the casinos. Um, yeah, and then Hookers and gambling. On the other side, if they're more into like nature, natural sights, seeing like a beautiful place. You know, oh, they, like that top. They're doing it all. I'm just meeting them at one of them. Oh, oh, gotcha. oh, okay. So, yeah, do you want to spend time with them, like, walking around the Vegas Strip looking at all the national monuments that have been copied there? Or do you want to, like, uh, go to Yosemite National Park and, like, see beautiful stuff? Because if you go to That Yosemite, sounds more of my alley, to be honest. Well, well uh, on the plus One, side, you, get you say that they're the elderly. One, you get pictures. Yeah, they're not old. They're not old. They're, they're not young. Okay. Oh, uh what did you say? I thought you said they were old or elderly couple. No, no, they're a couple. UK, they're from the UK. Oh, UK, UK couple. <laughs> yeah. All right. So they're young, but they have the teeth of old people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, the one's actually originally from South Africa, and then moved to the UK. So he's got no teeth. She has all <laughs> it. Oh man. <laughs> There's a topic that Dr. Oh. Niggle's going to steer away from very quickly because there might be a child listening. Uh, is, there, is your nickname Gum? At least, at least, uh, and, oh, wait, I can say it. Maybe she's a jolly good cunt. Uh, yeah. She is a jolly good cunt. There you but go. you're American, but you can't say that. Right. Yeah, I, I, I can say it because she's British. I'm not. No, American. no. You can't call an no. American person that. That's no, like no, no Gobi. That's Americans like just can't say it. Yeah, exactly. That's like you're you're calling someone the N word, but you saying you can say that because they're black. No, that's not how it works. Ah, <laughs> uh, no. I, I I'm pretty sure if they're from Britain, you you can say it to them and they'll get they'll get it. They'll understand. You just can't say it to another American. Or within a earshot of another bad. American. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know <laughs> it still uh, sounds awkward with the, an american uh, it sounds it sounds more degrading when you say it so vegas and reno are like sensory <laughs> overload uh, uh yosemite is just like really pretty death valley again you know if you're into that it can be very pretty 
Uh, San Francisco is just, it's like Vegas, except there's no gambling and there are a lot more gay hookers. And <laughs> I forget what the last place you said was. That was, uh, Reno. Death. Why in the world would you go to Reno? That's like, oh yeah, let's go to <laughs> Vegas, but worse. So you can meet the Reno Sheriff's Department. There was a whole TV show on them. They're hilarious. Yeah, she works oh, for Va- yeah. Vice, so I'm pretty sure she's like going to probably go to sets. In the biggest little city in the world. We dance in the biggest little city in the world. Come on, yeah. <laughs> we, I got to watch Reno 911 again. Uh, I do not. That was, that was enough for me. Thanks. Thomas Lennon is hilarious. <laughs> so uh, if I went nature, Yosemite's on the top. And Lake Tahoe second. Oh, Lake Tahoe, yeah, that's yeah. Lake Tahoe was nice. September, was, you I might still be able thinking, to fish. I'm thinking both of those, one of those options. I mean, isn't uh, Lake Tahoe a big uh, ski snowboard destination too in the winter? Is it? Yeah, I mean, there's yeah. there's amazing mountains up there. You can actually, I, I think you could ski there year round even. Yeah, I like the mountains. So that might be fun. I don't think they're skiing at Yosemite. I don't know. I don't do skiing, I... but I do 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 do. Lake Tahoe is a place where you can go in the summer. You can go skiing in short sleeves and shorts and then go swimming in like a beautiful lake in the afternoon. Sounds awesome. Also in your in your shorts. So bring your hot pants, sweet. I... Us. I don't have any other pants. I'd want to go skiing in shorts. Like, fucking snow hurts when you go down. Yeah. Well, I mean, as long as you avoid the trees, you're good. (laughs) Tree. Squirrel. (laughs) Okay. We're headed straight for the trees. Don't worry. Trees down. Trees down. That's amazing. How do you get the trees to go up? Trees up! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I guess we'll... Yeah. I'll, I'll look them up and figure it out, but I'm, I'm leaning towards uh, Yosemite or Tahoe. I think one of those two. Because yeah. I mean, I've, I've been to San Fran and uh, I didn't really do, do it really well because we that we were with didn't like to walk. The high point of my vacation to San Fran was getting to ride one of those cable cars that goes up the really steep hill. Oh, yeah? Those are, that was fun. Like, isn't that, like, the only thing to do in San Francisco? No, there's other stuff to do. There's, there's a, well, <laughs> if you're... Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to defend San Francisco for a second. I was like, what the fuck are you doing, Neil? <laughs> 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 I was gonna say Candlestick Park. Is it even is it even Candlestick Park anymore? Needlestick Park, maybe. Well, uh, you it's could... where the the Forty ers used to play. I don't know if they renamed the stadium or not. You could go see it the used uh, to be Candlestick. You could go see the San Francisco Tower. That's not really a tower. It's it's kind of short, but it's neat looking. Okay. And uh, how far away from San Francisco are the La Brea Tar Pits? Those are by L.A. Those are all the way up. Oh, damn. Yeah, wasn't that in, like, uh, My Girl 2 or some shit? 
I have no idea. Oh my god, really? No, I don't think I saw. I didn't see a lot of this. <laughs> Probably the on purpose. Tarpits are really cool. It's a, yeah, no, tar, the La Brea Tar Pits are a really fun time if you want to go there and stare at tar. Yeah, hot, smelly tar. Yeah, it does. It kind of it smells like a paper mill. <laughs> or you could oh, yeah, just no, that's like literally in the middle of LA. Uh, I can't. <laughs> Big black pools of tar <laughs> in the middle of LA. <laughs> uh, <that's>, yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So uh, we're we're past an hour now. We can we can wrap it up All if right. we want. Yeah. Uh, I just want to thank you all for listening and uh, thank you all for joining me and uh, hope you guys had a good week and hopefully you guys have a good week. We'll catch you all later. Later. Bye. Bye. Bye, Gobi's daughter. Bye. Happy birthday. Goodbye. Fuck Frontier. Fuck Frontier. Penis, penis. Penis, penis.